Good evening, our dear listeners. How are you doing? How is your Monday so far? How was your weekend? Yeah, hope everything went well. We are back on the Coach program here on 92.7 Bob FM. And I'm not here alone. First of all, before I even introduce the person that I'm with, my name is Marjorie Nantambi, your coach, and I'm here with the... Kiamuhendo James, your life executive and my passionate coach. Awesome. So I'm going to be here in the seat with James, and we are going to be talking about one of the most interesting topics. Yes. Yep. I know you're already thinking about it. Oh, what is the most interesting topic? But guess what? We are talking money. Yay. <laughs> money. Like who doesn't want to have money? Yeah. Do you want to have money? You, the person who is listening in gems, do you want to have money? I want to have money. Money is, a, 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 some people call it a necessity, but money is a must. Yeah. When you're living today, you really have to have money to be happy. Exactly. Like money. You know how some people say, oh, money won't make you happy. What? Those things are actually lies. Never catch yourself t t telling yourself that money is not important. Money is important. And guess what? This actually comes from the Bible because God gave us the power to create wealth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And of course, if God has given us the power to create wealth, why not create it? So we are going to be discussing money. What are some of the bad habits when it comes to money? What are some of the good habits when it comes to money? What should you do if you're struggling to get money, if you're struggling to make the money, to keep the money, to grow the money? All those things we are going to be discussing that and more on the show tonight. So today, as we said, we are talking money. Yeah, but you, you may ask, why, why are we even talking money? Because usually we know that people make money. And I know that you are listening in right now and probably you've made money in the past. Yeah, but do you have something to show for the money you've made? Mm -hmm. That's a very important point. Do you have natural tulagako? I know. <laughs> what is there to show for the money you've been making? So you will realize that it is not only about making the money because we make the money all the time, but it is even more important to save that money and to invest that money if you ever want to be wealthy that is the path because guess what there is a huge difference between being rich and being wealthy mm. yeah don't be surprised there's the, that difference is very very important in life because we have seen some people who have won lottery and mm -hmm. they have billions of money but have failed to maintain it or have failed to multiply it or yeah. even keep it Exactly. Just keeping the money they have failed. So it's very, very important such a, a program to listen to and learn from. Learn, be ready to unlearn, be ready to write down, be ready to set your mindset. Because most of the times when people are talking about money, most of us are like, we know it all. But trust me, you don't know anything about money. People who have been with money know it. And we are here to take this chance and opportunity to share with you the good habits, the bad habits all important habits and important talks about money exactly so let us drive uh, get right into the topic but meanwhile hope you have your cup of tea your water sipping on your wine whatever it is just to enjoy the evening with us and don't forget to get your notebook because i know you'll need it here so let us go through all these things uh, about money and how we can improve our money habits because it is important to know like coach james has told us about how the lottery people win lots of money and before you know it it is all gone so what mindset do you have when it comes to money what is your thermostat when it comes to money yeah because i know most of us are maybe used to for example if you're earning your five hundred thousand or six hundred thousand or a million whatever it is you know that sometimes you receive this money like you work the entire month then the moment you receive the money the moment it's paid day after a day or two 
like the money has disappeared like all of it and then you keep wondering eh where has my money gone where has my money gone so all those things bring us back to money habits what are your money habits and as we dive right through this you you get to notice oh this is what i've been doing oh this is where i have to improve and all those things so first of all even before we get into the good habits what are some of the bad habits of money and why shouldn't we practice the bad habits because you could be wondering eh, eh it is my money so i have to spend it the way i want it i make my money <laughs> yeah but you have to uh, to get a good uh, good habits when it comes to money or avoid the bad ones because guess what you will never reach your financial goals but do you even have the goals in the first place because you could be <laughs> saying financial goals yet you're like what are what what are financial goals me i just get my money and eat it uh, most most of the times just like coach maju was saying the first day after the, you getting your money the second day all the money is gone it may be most probably because you don't have the financial goals by the way mo, i was sharing this with my friend and my friend was telling me we have gaga you if you really <laughs> you want to, if you really want to be happy you need money and if you want to come out of that situation you need to imitate someone you need to act like someone not only act you need to practice like someone for you to be like them if the rich are doing it why can't you don't you want to be like the rich who wants to keep uh, poor who wants to keep that uh, vicious circle of poverty in their family growing everyone wants to come out of that circle so here is the opportunities please sit down really to look at your money goals are they are you working on them back to you coach exactly and you've talked about that vicious circle of poverty you know we have to be the people to break those circles they always tell us that if you didn't grow up in a rich family the rich family has to come from you yes. so if you're there uh, throwing a pity party and you know, for me my parents were poor that's why I'm poor and that's why my children are also poor guess what brace yourself leave all that uh, talk that you're giving to yourself and break that chain and also why money is actually important is because we need it in all the things that we do now imagine you're hungry what will you do will you go and smell to the shop attendant and they'll give you food you need money you'll need money exactly if you need somewhere to stay you need shelter you need money to pay the rent exactly you need money to pay the rent if you need clothes like name it whatever it is even where you're seated right now just look around everything actually cost costs money and also you know god wants us to be rich like i mentioned to help his people because there there is a huge difference between concern and compassion did you know that there is a difference we all see people on the streets you may see someone and they are hungry and you're like oh bambi oh he's he's hungry or she's hungry but you have nothing to do about it because you're poor as well like you can't even feed your own self how will you feed someone but if you have the money then you can see someone who needs help maybe they're on the street you're like oh this person needs shelter you build them shelter this person needs food you go around giving food and that is how you can actually spread the gospel so if you've been looking for ways of how to live a life of significance in this world money is one of the things that can help you reach to the people of god to improve your life and improve lives of others so back to the bad money habits if you have not set the goals this is the time actually before the show ends make sure you've started putting down bullets of your goals what is it that you want to achieve this year is almost done but it is never too late do you know that it only takes a minute or a second or an hour to change your life forever don't wait for january i know people say oh okay we have like two months let me wait for jan and i'll set those goals trust me 
you will never set them. We've been there ourselves. We've set goals in Jan that didn't work. And you know that you also set goals beginning of this year. Yes. And you've not rip, rip, gotten anything yet. So today is the day. Like right now, make sure you have your goal. By December, in a month, how much do you want to make? Yeah. What life do you want to live at the end of at the end of this year? What do you want to say on 31st December? Do you want to say this was the worst year of my life or do you want to say this was the best year of my life? It all depends on you and you can start now. The, the truth is, as you're listening and claiming and uh, cursing how this year has been worse for you, there are people who are already jubilating. So when you sit down in that comfortable zone in your own bubble and claim this, this year was not good, and claim you want to set the goals in January, just like Coach Maju has said, you're all getting it wrong. It starts now. It starts by now you putting down all those goals and writing them now, down. No one wants to be too poor at the extent that you pass along Mapera and the alarm is on. <laughs> Being that yeah. broke, it's very, very dangerous. You yeah. understand? So mm. everyone wants to have that opportunity, that capability to achieve everything. Write it down now. Exactly. Another bad habit is living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I know you could be listening in and you're maybe a salary earner. You're employed somewhere. So all your life you are in that bubble of get money, spend it, get money, spend it, get money, spend it. That is a very terrible money habit to have. And how do you break that cycle? Is to have different income streams. So you have your job and we're not here to say you should quit your job. We all know that... that uh, Cash flow quadrant, uh, Robert Kiyosaki, the author, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, so he wrote about uh, that cash flow quadrant. And that's why I said you need your notebook. <laughs> because in that cash flow quadrant, that's where he, he mentions the E, where that is the employment, then the S, self employment. We have the B, which is the business owners, and then the I, that is the investors. So where do you want to fall? I know most of us could be in the E, which is the employment, but do you know that you can be in different. Uh, cycles or different quadrants at the same time you could have your job but then you've started a business that is able to run without you maybe you've hired someone to look after that business while you are still at your workplace yeah. because while we want to start these businesses it's not that you wake up today and then quit and you know what i'm tired of you boss i'm starting my own business trust me that will be a struggle I, a I, huge... I, 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 that would be a, a huge struggle for you because i usually tell my friends if you're starting up a side hustle Please maintain your job as much as you can. Because first of all, you need the capital. You need more capital to keep adding into the business. It's not that when that business starts, it's it's bringing profits immediately. Mm. There's that time, there's that grace period of you not gaining anything. And you need that capital. Another thing, there's, you always need that backup as long as you can. So that in case of anything not happening as planned, you you still have your job to keep you up. Exactly. And they always say, plan your um, your exit the day you join the company. Yeah. Plan your exit the day you join the company. When you get your job, that day, like the day they call you, oh, Marjorie, you've gotten this job, we've hired you and all those things. Start planning, okay, how many years do I want to spend at this company? Do all you can. Do your best. Put in your best effort. Like if you're a salesperson, make sure you do make the most sales for the company, like do whatever it is. But at the back of, them, of your mind, you'll know that I'm here for only two years or I'm here for three years or I'm here for five. Never be there for 10 years. Eh? Is it your dad's company or is it your, your grandparents' company? Because 
when whenever you stay longer at a place that's how you get comfortable people get so comfortable and then when you tell them about uh, getting into maybe business they're like ntandikirewa all i know is to be at my job i've been here 15 years where do you want me to start from so by when you plan at the beginning and you're like i'm here for two years three years i want to get capital to start my business but even when you want capital to start your business make sure you give your best at your current job because that is where the blessing will follow you from to start your business some people think well this is not my business i can do whatever i want i can come late i can talk to clients the way i want but trust me those things will haunt you even in your own business if you don't go early to your workplace then you'll also open your shops late and then you'll keep wondering why customers are not coming when when you talk about that that's where i, I bring in this issue when when you do something later it becomes a habit yeah. if you're coming late to work even if it's you're being employed you won't come early to your job or your your workplace you won't if it's your business you can't because later this you have been employed to this place and for whatever time it is you it later becomes a, a habit you will be coming late you can't handle your customers well trust me even if you got your business that's a habit you go along with so it's better to have a clean sheet wherever you are that job is the job that gave you your command to start your business Yeah. So there is that that saying that says always leave the good history behind exactly. because you don't know what is happening tomorrow mm. to your business and yeah. you'll be needed to come back yeah. at your workplace or your job place. That is true. Or you may meet your boss somewhere. Maybe you've started your business, it's going well, and then you ask for funding from a different organization. But when you go into pitch for that money you find that your former boss is on the board of people <laughs> that are supposed to decide whether you'd get the funding or not mm. so that's why they always say that uh, the world is round like what goes around comes around yes. so you have to always treat people uh, exactly how you want to be treated in yes. future so if you are at a workplace make sure you're putting in your best i always share my story all the workplaces that i've been to all my former bosses are still my friends we still chat if they see an opportunity they always call me why because the times when i was there i did my best even when i left i left on good terms i told them okay uh, thank you for the opportunity i've been here but maybe i've gotten this other opportunity and they say oh we wish you the best and if you are an employer and you are listening to this don't be the employer who keeps people behind like who limits people's growth be the employer who wants your people to thrive because even when they go they'll still be talking about your business they'll be still be talking about the boss who encouraged them to go after their dreams who encouraged them to think big who encouraged them to get out of their comfort zones so it is both ways and then uh, that's that's where the point comes in be a good boss Oh yeah. Yeah, you have to be a good boss. Yes, you have to be a good boss. But if you are the boss who walks who walks in at work and everyone disappears, everyone is buried in their office desks like they don't even want to look at you, then you know that something is not going right. And then another bad money habit is shopping when you're bored. Yeah. Especially the ladies. I know that Sometimes you get bored and you're like ah oh, what should I do now then maybe you go online and you know they've made shopping and spending your money very easy these days that you just go on your phone online and then you start buying dresses shoes and things you don't even need so that is a bad money habit impulse purchase maybe you wake up early you're going to work and while you you're going to work you see a dummy with a dress you're like mm, wait a minute did i see something so it wasn't in the plan or it wasn't even on the budget but because you saw it you're like why shouldn't i have it after all i make my money yeah so you keep buying things that you do not even need shopping for status 
I know that society sometimes puts a lot of pressure. You have to keep up. You have to have a certain kind of phone. You have to dress a certain kind of way and all those things. So what you put that pressure on you to always keep up with trends. But trust me, it is hard to keep up with trends because trends are always changing. The moment you put your head down, something new has come up. So how long will you be keeping up with these trends? As, we are, as Coach Maji is talking about uh, shopping for status, there's someone who's saying it's innocent. I know. There, there's someone who's saying it's, it's I have the money. But whoever is listening, we are here. We don't know your status. We don't know your money status. We don't know your money goals. But, but the truth and reality is when you shop for status, there's something you're losing. You'll know that. There's an effect. There's a feeling you will feel. It's like just like she has said, shopping, uh, impulse shopping. You know that feeling you get when you buy something you don't like? I never want me to have done that. Most of us have done that. You buy something you didn't like it, probably you went uh, or you went and bought it because everyone's saying, buy it, buy it, buy it. Later you feel that urge, that money you've lost. And you've, lo you've lost that money, but also the purpose of, money, of the money has been lost. So you're losing twice. It is better you maintain... Know your limits, and it, you won't die if you, you don't shop for status. These things of living to, uh, to please people won't help you at all. The day you start living to please other people is the day, I don't know how to say it, but I don't want to say it's the day you die. It's the day you start getting into misery. Because someone is going to, sh to, to shop this, you want to shop it. The competition, what, what is the competition for? It's your life. It's your money you're spending. And probably for them, they have it already for that. And for you, think it's you want to compete with them. Today's life is not all about competition. It's not all about status. It's all about you being happy, you achieving your targets, you achieving your goals. Back to you, Coach Maggie. Exactly. And I've been uh, a victim of impulse buying. You know, you you are moving around and then you see something, you're excited, you try it on, it fits perfectly, and then you take it home. After some time, you're like, why did I even buy this thing? Like you can't even put it on to anywhere. But because that day you had some money uh, in your bag or maybe on the ATM, and they even made things worse, having ATM cards. And some places, when you buy something, you just swipe. Mm -hmm. So people keep swiping their cards, swiping their cards. That's also another bad money habit. If you can put, your, if you can actually leave your ATM cards home, please leave them home because it is so tempting. It is so tempting. You go out, maybe you plan to have lunch, uh, at a certain point, uh, a certain place, a restaurant, a normal restaurant. And then your friends are like, no, let's go to this place. It's a Friday. Let's go have lunch at this posh hotel. And you're like, mm, you first check your, your, your wallet. Oh, I have my ATM card. So let's go. Before you know it, you have spent over 500,000. Yes, just on lunch. And you know, usually when we are spending, we don't feel it. We are like, wow, I'll make, I'll make, I'll make the money. And it's not, it's not a lot of money. It's just a, uh, a few shillings that I'm spending on my lunch. But when you check the account balance, the, the next time you go to swipe and they say uh, your balance is, is inadequate or is insufficient, then that's when you remember, eh, Kumba, I went the other lunch, I, I bought for my friends food and all those things. So that is all impulsive buying and all those are bad money habits. So we have to make sure that before you spend, ask yourself, is it on the budget? And even when we have these budgets, you have to know that 
which budget are you are you going to keep do you want to have a surplus budget are you having a deficit but i hope you're not the one who always has a deficit budget like you eh? you're always in negatives <laughs> you know that the money you make is not even enough to cater for maybe your rent and your basic needs because why we talk about these income streams and all these other cash flow quadrants is because usually the money is not enough yeah and nothing will ever make the money enough because even when you're at that job and they promote you they may increase the money yes but you know what else you'll increase your lifestyle your lifestyle yes because now imagine if you were maybe a salesperson at this job you had your samsung phone you are okay you used to to dress nicely yes but you come in a taxi or you use a border to work like you're okay and then they promote you to head marketing ah everyone has to know you that i immediately <laughs> like you buy a car immediately you upgrade the phone you get maybe the latest iphone and all that so you go back to the cycle of of that poverty and being living in the means that you can't afford why because now with the promotion comes with more demands and guess something else you'll do you'll leave the place you've been renting if you've been renting a place of maybe 300,000 or 400,000 now that you're head marketing you need an apartment in maybe Bogolobi <laughs> so it will keep going on and okay. on uh, actually when you are talking about after that upgrade most of the times you find when people get that upgrade or at the job they later even when they are purchasing these new things they are getting them on a loan i will pay when the, ma- the, the salary comes mm-hmm. but we are we are going to learn in this program that it's bad to live on money leveraging these things of planning for money before it comes yeah. that's the worst thing you could do in your life because mm-hmm. the day it comes the money all goes and you're also in negative yeah. you'll end up to that life vicious cycle of living paycheck to paycheck if you upgrade and you also upgrade the apartment and the rest you have not changed you have not improved yourself yeah. actually your upgrade at work has not been of good will because later anything can come up remember work it's just saying now upgraded or degraded mm. degraded made degrading made come with, within no time and you remember the time you have put in and the money you have put in to buy the car the new phone the apartment the new house has been a lot just imagine if an incident happens and you have not been ready for that that's the worst thing you could get yeah that is true and you know sometimes we live on promises eh majo told me uh next week she's going to send me money so what do you do you start shopping even before the money comes you say are you you give me those things i'll pay you next week someone is giving me i'm expecting some money you've had that phrase yeah. it is common people are always expecting some money yeah and the challenge comes in when they spend it before it actually comes mm. so do not live on promises of oh, my brother is going to give me this my sister is going to give me this my husband is going to give me this better if you are lady listening on this call you have to make sure you have your money do not rely on the man's money all the time it is important for us ladies to have an income stream even if you are a housewife have an income stream there are very many businesses that you can start at home Yeah if you say oh my kids are still young i can't leave home start something that you can do at home and maybe sell it online there are very many things we've we've seen very many housewives making money and it is important because even if your man provides and they're giving you everything you still need your money because you're not going to be asking for salt today you ask for hair tomorrow you ask for uh matchbox you ask for onions like everything yeah so you have to make sure if you've not had an income stream make sure as we remember you have your notebook make sure you're writing down something that you can start 
before the year ends. Do not wait for January like we said because procrastination kills very many dreams. Yes. Yeah. And I know maybe it's the reason you've not started. Since Jan you've been thinking about this business, you think about it and then you leave it. Then you think about it, then you leave it there. So today is the day you take action. Find out ways. How can I push it online? What can I do? What can I start at home? Which resources do I have around that I can do? What is my passion? Maybe I love to uh, maybe bake cakes. I bake cakes for my people at home and they eat. So how about I start baking more? And then I have some friends that, that can pick them for maybe their, uh, the kids' birthdays, baby showers, bridal showers, and all those things. So there are very many things that you can do even when you're at home. So if you're a lady, make sure you have an income stream. Yeah, do not rely on the man. How about, God forbid, if this man passes away. We've seen very many people struggling. Families come and take all the property and then you stay there with your kids because you are not working or you didn't have any source of income. So this is a new generation where we have to make sure that we are earning something. And make sure you're not the man listening who refuses your woman to work. No, 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 no. We need men that are more supportive. Support your woman because you both need these income streams. That's how you, you'll be able to achieve all these financial goals. Because we've seen the pandemic where the men have lost jobs as well. So how are you surviving? That is where the, the ladies' money can also be of, of help of to the family. I know some ladies are like, eh, eh, my money is my money. Don't even talk <laughs> about it. But that is okay. It depends on the agreement you have with your partner. But the thing is, you must have an income stream. It's, it's, it's very, very important what Coach uh, Maja has just said. Today's, today's generation is not a generation where you're, it's a, a, a one-side basis. It's not a generation where you're going to rely on the man alone or the woman alone. I actually like it when we, me and my partner, plan out and we're like, you know what? You're going to do this, I do yeah. this. It's very, very important. And it's not a shaming at all. Remember, if you're feeling ashamed to do that, it's you breaking down. And there is an extent of you breaking down to the to the point that you can't provide. You're going to feel ashamed. You're going to embarrass yourself actually. So if you start now, plan it out well. Leave your partner now. I'm talking to the men. Let your partner work. Let start up something for your partner as early as possible. Just like like a backup. Let me say it like that. If you don't want your wife to work. Like a backup, because you don't know what will, will happen tomorrow. You don't know if you're losing your job tomorrow. You don't know if you're being uh, being given an, uh, a suspension or whatever it is for a month with no pay. You don't know. So it's always better and very, very good to let your partner have time or take time to work and provide all they can. Yeah, and also support is not always financial. You know, this mm -hmm. is where people get it wrong. When we say, oh, men, you have to support your women, it's not that you're going to keep giving them money, but only the support of letting your woman be the best version of herself, letting her go out there to, to work. Actually, the support of even sharing those ideas. Probably you've exactly. seen these ideas and your, your wife has not seen them, and you know she has the passion. Give them that support of those plans, those ideas, that push. Yeah. They don't necessarily need that money. Exactly. And while most of the, the ladies that reach out to me say, oh, my partner doesn't want to, doesn't want me to work because he thinks when I go, men will vibe me and all that. Trust me, even when you leave her at home, they'll still vibe her. Like <laughs> it happens. So it's just about trust. It's just about trust. But the bottom line is you need to work. You both need to work because it is even more empowering to the men if your woman is working as well. 
but for some men they think if the woman is working now that will make him less of a man no 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 when the man knows his position in the house when he has his position then nothing the woman does can can shake him the truth is when some if you with someone and this person is working from the start people get to know their stand yeah people get you know some people are used to having money and some people are not used let me use that example some people are used to having money some are not used that person not used to having money the day they get money is when they misbehave yeah. it's when they forget everyone but if your is your wife or your partner is working from the start if you're supporting them from the start they will get used and know their stand so exactly. trust me they will behave accordingly yeah. but if you're stopping them now and they get that opportunity mm. then they will become unruly yeah. what will happen you know <laughs> yes like remember that song of who let to let that dog out like they'll be free to move out yeah so let it be and let this be the conversations that you have when you're dating before you get married what are the goals what are the financial goals what business do you want to do things like that so don't use dating time to only go eat ice cream pizza watch movies have those conversations because if you don't that's how you get married and the man won't let you move out to even breathe like mm. once you inside the home throughout and also i hear people using phrases of oh i don't want to be rich because the rich people are greedy what trust me the moment you have that mindset towards the rich people that's exactly who you'll become yes. we we read a book and i recommended it here secrets of a millionaire mind you need to listen to it what do rich people do what makes them different because we are the same people we have the same 24 hours the rich people that you know the wealthy people you know we have the same 24 hours we are in the same country yeah so it is just your mindset towards money so yes get that book listen to that book read it if you have a hard copy secrets of a millionaire mind and that will help you get that so let us go for a very short break grab your tea grab your cup of water whatever it is we shall be back briefly